The best new education magazine is about STEM education. Keep listening to hear about how it started from a Twitter conversation, how you can help, and much, much more. Welcome to the STEM Everyday Podcast. Each episode features educators sharing their practical ideas to put more science, technology, engineering, and math into every classroom every day. For show notes and more information, visit dailystem.com. Here's your host, Chris Woods. Well, on today's episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast, so excited to chat with Fee Morrison. She is the founder, creator, maker of STEM Ed Magazine. Brand new magazine, started in 2021. If you're an educator and you're trying to teach STEM in your classroom in any type of way, you're going to want to check out STEM Ed Magazine. You go to stemedmagazine.com or at STEM Ed Magazine on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Find out all about it. And it's amazing. And I can't wait to let uh, Fee share a little bit of the story and about how you can find out more about it and help and all those kinds of things. Welcome to the show today, Fee. Thanks, Chris. It's so great to be here. Um, evening in Australia. Uh, thanks for having me on to chat about the magazine. Yeah, definitely. And and Fee, first of all, you're you're a teacher, right? And a mom. Yes. Teacher and mum of very little people. Um, I've just finished Athletics Carnival chasing five and six-year-olds. Year so, yes, it has been a busy day. <laughs> <laughs> but you've graciously decided to um, to come on the podcast and, and share just some of the great things that you're doing. Um, and teachers, again, stemedmagazine.com. I'm going to say it over and over again today because I want you to go and check it out if you haven't already. There's, a, there's virtual digital copies and print copies available, right, Fee? Yeah, absolutely. We do have the free digital version um, or for people who love a hard copy like myself, you just can't resist opening up a magazine. Uh, We have those available on our website as well. That's awesome. And first of all, you're an educator, you're a mom, you're, you're busy, you're, you're helping, you know, kids every day. You know, what, what led you to start a, a magazine to help all these educators? Well, it's kind of funny. It kind of started off as a bit of a rhetorical question on Twitter um, <laughs> in January. I, um, I'm really passionate about helping not only children, but helping educators as well. So last year I joined Twitter and I engaged with some excellent educators on um, a regular Twitter chat, um, hashtag primary STEM chat. Yep, definitely. definitely. Get I was going to yeah. say right now we got to we got to shout out hashtag primary stem chat if you're not if you're not engaging with that it's um, it's Thursday night in Australia and then all different times depending on where you are around the world but it is it is the best stem chat that I know of primary stem yeah. chat Rachel Lair awesome awesome superhero of education especially stem absolutely and I've learned so much from those educators in the past year than I think I have you know, in my years of education, it's the best professional development, it's free. So I spent the whole of last year just soaking up all of this awesomeness of STEM, sharing ideas, bouncing ideas off other people, building really solid friendships with people. And I I decided I wanted to give back and just to um, have the opportunity to share with people how awesome STEM education is and why we should be including it in our classrooms. Mm-hmm. So in January this year, I just put on Twitter, oh, would anyone be interested in a magazine? Thinking it would be like, you know, like a 10-page document. Right. And literally within 24 hours, I had 20 people contact me wanting to contribute to this imaginary magazine I hadn't made yet. <laughs> and, you know, like all of these people saying, yes, we want this. 
and I'm kind of a perfectionist, let's go get this done person. So I was like, all right, let's start this magazine. So it kind of just started from there. Um, And I still constantly get people wanting to contribute and share their stories and um, from around the world like this. We've got issue three coming out in June and we've got people from Berlin, people from Korea, people from America, all these people who are just wanting to share their stories of what they're doing in STEM because they want to share their stories and help people integrate STEM education in their classrooms too. Yeah, and I think we see that so much in STEM education and education in general. Everybody is here to, to help each other because we realize that, you know, if, if I can help somebody else, that makes their classroom better. That makes that makes more kids having uh, great experiences, which is what we really all want as educators. And, and you said a couple things in their fee that I, I want to hit on. You said you said friendships. You, you build friendships in this education world, especially when you reach out you know, through your favorite social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you're, you're starting to build those relationships that yeah. oftentimes encourage you on those really tough days. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a couple of really close friends from Twitter. We chat daily. They're the people I bounce my ideas off for the magazine. If I, I say, I'm not really sure about this or what do you think about this idea? They're the ones who will give me honest constructive feedback they've sent me flowers when I haven't been well like they're just genuine friends yeah and I think the reason for that is because on Twitter you can meet like-minded people so in in a school you'll meet people who are passionate about education like you but on Twitter I've met people who are passionate about STEM education and student voice and inquiry learning and all those things that I love Mm -hmm. and I can chat with them for hours about it and they're not going to roll their eyes at me or they're not going to be like, oh, you're going to stop talking about STEM education. Yeah. When, when, and, and so many educators are maybe that one person or those couple of people that are excited about STEM or the one STEM teacher at your school. So so making those connections, so important educators. If you're not online, I mean, Fee loves it. I love Twitter too. And again, finding especially those Twitter chats, those are the greatest way to, to quickly meet a lot of people that are doing the same kind of things, thinking a lot of the same kind of things as you. But also at the same time, Fee, I love you said that, that um, they were willing to challenge you and 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 give you some some different advice and constructive criticism and be honest uh, with each other because I mean you want the magazine to be as best as it could be. Yes, I don't know if you've heard that that phrase that you know you have your marigolds of teaching like those people who you just are drawn to and they they're those ones who you inspire you know aspire to be like and they inspire mm-hmm. you and and that's what I found Twitter to be. And I think that's one of the main reasons I started the magazine is because I was surrounded by all these people who inspire me in STEM education and and just the opportunity to share that back to the education world as well is, yeah, just a real privilege. Awesome. So I got a couple of questions here that I want to ask you because I know a lot of educators are thinking, you know, know, how could I submit something if I want to? Um, How could I support the magazine if I want to? And uh, because because I'm sure it it takes a lot of time for you and and, and the people that are helping make it. So, I mean, we definitely want to want to help you out in in that regard as you balance uh, life as as educator and mom and and everything else that we all do as educators. But um, first off, if educators want to find out more about how to submit some stuff, uh, how do they go about it? Yeah. yeah. So the easiest way is to contact me. My email is hello at stemedmagazine.com. We're just in the middle of revamping our website. So in the next week or two, we're going to have a completely new website and it's actually going to have all of the contributor guidelines on it. So if you're thinking, oh, I'd really love to write an article for the magazine. How do I go about it? It will be on the website so that people can just read it, 
send through some ideas of what they want to share. And I'm more than happy to accept contributions from anybody. If you're wanting to share your STEM education story, um, we would love to be able to share that. And there's so many different things. Issue two is is 90 pages long from articles, from ideas, uh, spotlighting different educators, featuring, you know, different books in STEM education, resources, just a whole variety of stuff, right? Yeah. We really wanted to strike a balance between um, evidence-based articles. So what's the current research around STEM education? What are Um, scholars in STEM education sharing. And we also wanted to share practical stories because we know that some educators like evidence, some educators like practical, some educators like both. Um, So we really wanted to sort of hit the nail on the head and cover all of those bases. So um, you'll find lots in each issue. We do share resources, reviews. Um, I think the Daily STEM book makes a mention in issue one. So if you haven't read it, make sure you go back to issue one and check it out. Yes, it's one of our I've, I've I've heard of that book before, so it's pretty good from what I hear. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, and you said evidence based and practical based, and I think so many educators realize that. I mean, we definitely want to to engage with things that are really are uh, focused on evidence. We know these things are going to work and help our kids, but so much of what we need is just practical. How, how do I do this? And, and I'm, I'm going to have you take off your, your magazine publisher, which you, I mean, you sound feel like, like you've always been this publisher, like, you know, how to create a magazine and, and you've only been making it here in 2021, but I'm going to have you take off that hat for a second. I want you to speak as an educator, you know, like what is some of your best advice? Like if you were writing an article for all of us, you know, like how, how do you really get kids uh, engaged on that practical side with STEM education? I think being me being excited about STEM education really rubs off on the, the students. So um, this term I've started a code club with some year three and year four girls. So in Australia, year three and year four, sort of like eight to 10 year olds, mm-hmm or nine to 10 year olds. And so for them, they're excited about it because I'm excited about it. So on a Thursday afternoon, we all join together and we're all just super excited about coding and, Mm -hmm. you know, using micro bits and having a play and explore with it. And I think that makes a huge difference because they've got a role model in STEM education who's passionate and excited about it. I think um, we were talking earlier about being a bit nerdy. Mm -hmm. I'm totally nerdy. Um, And I've, I've decided to own that. And yes. I think that the, the students love that. So, you know, they're like, they call me the code teacher. Oh, our coding teacher does this. And I'm like, that's just the best ever. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they're so excited about coming and, and playing with computers and coding. And mm-hmm. I think that makes a huge, um, a huge difference. Um, I found also with working in with my colleagues, I find, again, modeling trial and error with STEM education. I think a lot of educators can feel a bit uncertain about how to start with STEM education or they're like, oh, I don't, again, I don't know about technology or computers. And um, as we were talking about earlier, it's not just the technological side, it's, you know, science, it's engineering, it's mathematics, it's getting out into nature and exploring patterns that you see in the world and all of those things. And I think for my colleagues, sometimes it's just I I model trial and error. So I just go and yeah. I'll have a go at something. And yeah. if it doesn't work, I'm like, well, that didn't work. We'll try again. <laughs> yeah. And I think I just I don't have that. Um, I'm not worried about failing in front of students or colleagues because that's part of the process. And I think once my colleagues see that happening, they're like, oh, okay, well, maybe I can try and 
incorporate some STEM education and, you know, it's okay if I fail because, you know, Fee failed and it was fine. So, <laughs> but you're not, but you're not failing at creating a great STEM education magazine for, for yeah, educators everywhere. <laughs> but you are learning along the way, but it is, it's trial and error. It's, you know, I, I love that. Just that have a go, just try it, you know, and see what happens. And again, when kids see us willing to try, willing to start a coding club for, for the girls in our school, that's awesome, Fee. Uh, I love that. Again, we're chatting with Fee Morrison, founder, creator, everything of STEM Ed Magazine. I know there's, I know there's so many people helping to contribute to make it happen, but, but you were the one that just stepped out. You were the one that said, I'm going to have a go. I'm just going to try it. And and, and see what happens. And, and yeah, definitely that, that whole nerdy aspect, we got to all take hold of that and help, help our kids, help our kids realize it's okay to be nerdy, you know, like reclaim that the way word. Of the future. It's the way of the future. That's what I'm, I have to say. I'm, I'm a nerd, proud of it. All right. So back to, back to the magazine now, um, stemedmagazine.com and already two issues out in 2021. Uh, third one's coming out in, in June, you said? Yes. June. So uh, coming out already, I mean, educators can can go and they, you could read the digital copy online, a great new website out, but they can also get a paper copy if they want to support STEM Ed Magazine. What, what would be the easiest way uh, to do that? We have a uh, Patreon website, which you can access through our main website. So if you go to stemedmagazine.com um, on every single page, um, my wonderful web designer has put the Patreon logo there so that you can support us. Um, so at the moment, we're giving the magazine out completely for free digitally um, because we want to get as many educators as possible excited about STEM education. But as you mentioned, Chris, it is a lot of work. Um, I, it's basically like having another full-time job. So having two full-time jobs with the children is a lot. Really? And Are you sure? Well, I don't know. Uh, it might be a little bit stressful. <laughs> <laughs> but it's but awesome. It, it, it is awesome and I love it and I wouldn't change it. It does have a lot of ongoing costs though. So when we, we look at the programs and the software that we use and all of those sorts of things, it does accumulate a lot of costs. So any support through Patreon is greatly appreciated. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Now, one of, the, one of the words that you keyed on, you know, at, right at the beginning of, of issue two, you talked about the idea of community and, and having mm-hmm. a goal of conversations. Like, like if somebody reads through STEM Ed Magazine, you know, that it shouldn't be, okay, I read it, I'm done. You know, I put it on a shelf, right? I close the website, whatever, and done. No, I mean, like, how do you take it that next step, right? Yeah, well, as we've been talking about, we're really passionate with Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so part of my goal is to create a community around STEM education. So mm-hmm. part of it is trying to look at ongoing Twitter chats, continuing the conversation beyond the magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully by the time this podcast is listened to by your um, audience, mm-hmm. we're hoping to have some other opportunities for creating an online STEM community, having um, either podcasts or webinars around the contributors' stories and ideas. So continuing that conversation beyond the pages of the magazine. So watch this space. Hopefully we'll have a community very soon, an online community, kind of like a Facebook group, but on a separate platform that's, for STEM. That's yeah. awesome. And I and I know that just going through the, the digital version of, of the issue, 
uh, at the end of each article, at the end of each submission, you know, there's this picture of whoever wrote it, whoever was sharing it. And right next to it is, you know, Twitter or websites or Instagram, whatever. And you can click right on those and those will take you right uh, to those people's pages, their social media accounts. So you can connect right away with those people. You can thank them for writing that. You can engage with them. You can ask them some more questions because that's what it's really all about. Again, trying to, to help us, you know, I read this article and, you know, that kind of fits for their classroom, their situation, their context. But do you have any ideas for me? I'm a little bit different. And, and again, we're all willing to help each other out. So I love always asking people, and I think we've kind of talked about it a little bit already, but, you know, as we look to the future of STEM education, you know, and, and, and a lot of the articles are even, you know, focused on that. Everybody's like, this is what I'm passionate about. This is, could be the future of STEM education. What do you hope, uh, Fee, for the future? I hope that more educators engage in STEM education, uh, that they, they're not worried about how to get started with STEM education or doing it the right way. That's in inverted commas. Yeah. Um, but having a go, that trial and error that I think, again, we were talking before, we had this great conversation before the podcast, that our mutual friend Liz Gallo from Wiremaker, as you said, mm-hmm. that copy, change, create. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's a great mantra, I think, not only for education in general, but for STEM education, because I would hope that from the magazine that educators would be able to see different ideas that people are doing in their classrooms. They could copy those ideas and then change them and create their own ideas. So in the future, I'm hoping that more educators will step out of their comfort zone, realise that STEM education isn't this tricky, difficult Um, out there kind of concept and it's not just about robots or technology or even science engineering or mathematics but it's also a way that we teach that helps students to develop you know those skills of flexibility communication cooperation creativity critical thinking all those things that we know are crucial for students to develop later in life Um, we know that STEM is a great way for students to develop those skills so Yeah, I'm really hoping that more educators just go, right, STEM education is important. We need it. We're going to have a go at doing it in our classroom. Let's get to it. Yeah, that's awesome. Have a go at it. We keep saying that, don't we? Right? Just do it. It's awesome. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that phrase before too. That's so, phrase. <laughs> so um, uh, one of the questions, of course, I love asking everybody, Fee, if if you could have somebody from STEM, past or present, uh, be that ultimate guest speaker in, in your classroom for your for your little kids, uh, who would it be? It's tricky. There are lots of incredible STEM heroes out there. And if anybody, um, and if anybody wants to be that guest speaker, just just reach out to Fee again. Hello at stemedmagazine.com. You can you can email her there. So please do. That would be amazing for me in my classroom. I really love um, Catherine Johnson um, from. So her story to me, I became aware of her story through the movie Hidden Figures, which mm-hmm. is also a book. Yeah. Um, and I just, I love that movie so much on so many levels, but, yeah. you know, I just find she's really inspiring. She overcomes so many obstacles, not only for her passion, but to make a difference and mm-hmm. to, you know, basically change the course of history through yeah. her work, but while overcoming those barriers and p- persisting and, you know, her resilience, which is what, you know, we want our students to um, develop as well. So, you know, I think she would have such an incredible story to share with our students of I overcame these obstacles. You can overcome obstacles. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I tell you what, Fee, you are overcoming obstacles. You decided in the middle of a pandemic to create your own STEM education magazine. For that, we are all very grateful, all of us as educators. Um, every bit of uh, advice and encouragement that we can get from anywhere is, is so appreciated. And what you're doing, the hard work, the, the sleepless nights, the, the everything that you are, you are doing to create STEM Ed magazine, uh, we, we really do appreciate it, Fee. Thank you. And it's so great to be able to share it with um, with lots of people and to have a huge team um, being involved and on board. Uh, it's not just me. There are so many people. I've got a fantastic editor, um, contributors. Everyone's just wanting to share their stories and pitch in, which is fantastic. And again, educators, if you want to find out more, of course, go to stemedmagazine.com or stemedmagazine on any of the social medias. But if you want to contribute, hello at stemedmagazine.com and you can um, share your ideas or information and um, find out about more on the on the website as well. Um, any other last thoughts for you today? Um, no, I would just love to encourage anyone who's listening to this podcast to give it a go with STEM education, no matter whereabouts you are. I know that there's probably lots of seasoned STEM educators who are also listening. Um, I would love to encourage you to share your stories, not only with us at the magazine, but also the people in your yeah. school community. Don't underestimate you know, the knowledge and um, experience of the other colleagues that you have at your school and, you know, always try and help those who might not know much about STEM education, come alongside them, support them, mentor them in that because we need as many educators integrating STEM into their classrooms as much as possible. Yeah. And whether you've been teaching for 30 weeks or 30 years, educators, you have stories to tell, you have advice to share, you have experiences that can help other educators out. Um, and, and that's why I love doing the STEM Everyday podcast. I get to let people like Fee share uh, their great stories, their ideas, their just super advice. And uh, again, really appreciate you being on the episode today, Fee. Thanks so much for having me. It's been an awesome chat. Definitely. And, and again, uh, head to stemedmagazine.com, check out the latest issue and definitely find out more about how you can make more issues possible, whether that's through supporting or um, contributing or both. Be Morrison from STEM Ed Magazine and, and follow them on at STEM Ed Magazine. Uh, again, thanks for listening to this episode of the STEM Everyday Podcast, everyone. Remember, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app, leave a review that helps more educators to find out about it. And if you need to connect with me, head to dailystem.com. And remember, teachers, you are superheroes. Uh, keep on doing that super work for kids each and every day.